Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this episode, we switch to our grazing management focus. I'm joined by Dr. Philip Crichton to discuss grazing management for the coming weeks. Phil starts off by offering his tips on dealing with heavy covers, and we discuss why it's important not to delay removing surpluses and get them back into the rotation in time to be used before mating. It's also important at the moment to take stock of current grass demand on the farm and where it's likely to be for the coming weeks. We tease this issue out a little bit more. We finish up by discussing the importance of building covers into the autumn, planning the finding around the fertiliser and setting up the rotation for the coming weeks. We start off however with Philip discussing the current situation around the country, grass growth rates, dry matters and current grazing management practice. Grass growth has actually been fairly strong um, over the last month or six weeks. Um, growth rates anywhere between 60 to 70 kilos of, of grass trimmer per hectare per day, I suppose. Um, but there has been challenges um, depending, well, I think everywhere in the country obviously has, has got a lot of rain in July. Um, anywhere from 150 to 200% of, of, of normal rainfall seems to have fallen across the country. So while grass growth has been strong, um, dry matter of that grass has, has dropped a good bit. Um, dry matter here in Athen Rye running probably 12 or 13% dry matter, um, where normally that would be up or, around the, the 15 to 16%. So that is having um, an impact there in terms of um, you know, lamb performance, the, the actual feed value of the grass during those really wet conditions, and um, which has to be taken into account. And also, I suppose that utilization levels um, are, are um, causing issues in, in some parts. But in general, I suppose, um, as we say, growth has been strong. Days ahead um, is variable. Um, probably some of that to do with um, where you are in the country as well. So drier parts of the country where maybe they needed the rain. Um, days ahead, kind of still on the lowish side. Um, whereas in 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 other parts, um, you know the 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 days ahead was already high. Um, and probably has increased with the with the with the increase in grass growth. It's probably a reflection, Phil, of the fact that a lot of them places were coming out of drought. There's still silage to be dropped out. We see lower covers, but as you said, it's, yeah. it's really has powered on with that growth in other areas. But just utilization is probably as big an issue now as Anton, particularly in the last two weeks. The last two weeks, really, I suppose, utilization has become a big issue for 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 some parts of the country. Um, you're dealing with with you know heavier covers than normal maybe because of the, the the good growth rates that we've experienced um and i suppose there's a, there's a couple of different scenarios there's there's the scenarios where people you know have a high days ahead figure and really need to do something to to to, to reset that and by high i suppose we I mean we're heading up for around 30 days ahead at the moment we'd be saying we should be approaching maybe 20 um so if that's the case you know People that are up around 30 days ahead really have to try and take out, you know, the strongest of the covers, um, as 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 surplus silage or whatever. Um, but having said that, it's 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 try and get moving on that as soon as possible. Thankfully, for a lot of the country this week, um, conditions look reasonably favourable for doing that. 
um, and, and hasn't been up to now, which was another issue and that surpluses were developing, but you know, it was just too wet to be able to to, yeah. to be able to do it and about it. There was little control option, but uh, as you mentioned there about taking out surpluses, there is maybe a tendency still in some cases to let them bulk on. I think not alone from a weather point of view, but just even for getting that back into the rotation, them surpluses really need to come out earlier in August, maybe in early to mid-August at the latest. Yeah, really, you know, surpluses, we should be finished making making silage by the middle of August, really, at the latest, so that we can get that ground back in um, and grow on to start building covers for the for the autumn and the winter. Um, yeah, I mean, look, at there is that tendency to let things bulk up and go on really not a great idea at any time of the year because you're going to suffer in terms of quality but definitely at this time of year um it's 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 going to cause issues in that you may end up with a lot of surplus silage in the yard and not a whole lot of grass available for grazing as we move into you know september october when we really need grass there for finishing lambs and for 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 yo's heading for meeting and and to carry them into the winter is when you add on that three weeks or three and a half, maybe four weeks, it's back in and declining growth rates. It, it does sometimes put a system under pressure. The other aspect, maybe, Phil, of dealing with them heavier covers, aside from dropping out surplus where that's applicable and where it's possible, maybe even with conditions, grazing them heavier covers, what, what strategies can you employ? Yeah, so the, the other strategies, I suppose, where maybe people have done a, a fodder budget and have said, look, we have enough silage or... or, or you know, they don't want to make more silage. It's really about maybe trying to um, ration out that grass or divide it out with, with temporary fencing or whatever to try and, and utilize it as best as possible. Obviously, the bigger the area that a group of sheep gets um, in these higher covers, if it's, if it's not divided up, um, utilization will be very poor. Um, they'll walk a lot of it into the ground. And the issue with that, I suppose, is, is that we, we really have to be looking forward now into September, October time when if we don't get good clean outs on swords now, it's going to be practically impossible to clean them out, um, you know, to a good residual in September and October when we when we start closing off um, fields for, for, for early spring grazing. So, you know, it's August, but we're already having to start thinking about what grass we're going to have next March and April, so it's it's about rationing it out, um, you know, letting lambs into into grass first, let them get the best of it, and then maybe 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 strip strip grazing yows, um, to 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 graze it out, um, you know, as as best you can. Group size at this stage, you look with rams and yowls split more often. There could be finishing groups or later groups of lambs on the farm. It's just possibly puts a little bit of I'm doubling up on pressure, but it does put a bit of pressure on getting the appropriate grazing pressure and paddocks at this stage. So the option maybe just of grouping some of that stock up, putting yews in with lambs again, should it be considered for some? Yeah, well, I suppose definitely, you know, if you go through your yews at this stage um, and and pick out, you know, the, the, the yews that really would benefit from a bit more preferential treatment, maybe they could be put in with lambs um, on better grass it increases the group size, um, you know, so increases the grazing pressure and maybe you'll get through areas um, that bit quicker. Absolutely. The more grazing groups there are on the farm, the more difficult it's going to be to to maintain a, a grazing rotation or to, or, to, or to graze out fields um, sufficiently that 
quality is going to be there for, for the autumn. So anything that can be done um, from that point of view is going to be beneficial. I'm just thinking, Phil, at this time of year, another challenge that often crops up is assessing maybe where the lambs are on the farm or how many are being carried into the back end, maybe to avoid getting a shock. Sometimes we have good grass growth rates. We potentially get a little bit complacent in the amount of animals being carried or putting plans in place to carry them. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a big issue this year. Well, potentially a big issue in that. Um, again, depending on how um, difficult things have been um, as regards rainfall, um, I mentioned, you know, dry matter of grass was falling as the rainfall levels increased. That may have had a knock-on effect in terms of the drafting pattern, the number of lambs that were coming fit, particularly, again, over the last couple of weeks. Um, we would have seen it here in terms of our lamb performance and our lamb drafting um, pattern was actually ahead of schedule up to about three weeks ago. Um, and then as the really, uh, you know, high levels of rain kept falling consistently, um, we have seen lamb performance start to fall off. Um, and, and we're probably at a situation now where we're, you know, in terms of lambs drafted, we're pretty much where we'd normally be, but the concern would be, what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks. Um, and as you say, if we were to fall behind in terms of the number of lambs moved, um, that would put extra pressure then on terms of, of, of feed availability as we move into late August and early September. So it'd be important to keep an eye on not just what grass is available, but the, the number of animals that's going to be there grazing that um, requiring feed. So strategies there, um, you know, depending on, 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 feed availability is there at the moment particularly the, the people maybe that are down at a lower days ahead figure um, you know, so there is some farms we're seeing on pasture base where they're maybe only down at 10 or, or 12 days ahead even you know, with good growth rates maybe it's, it's, it's a thing of, of assessing maybe has enough fertiliser gone out you know, is there other issues at play to put that in context, where do you want them to be at for the end of August? And maybe you mentioned fertilizer there. Like that's the other tendency we see. We see fertilizer going out maybe at deadline in September for should we be looking at putting out a bit in the end of August, a bit more maybe I suppose September and even for farms with good growth rates, is there still a chance there to maybe just ensure growth rates continue by applying at that stage, you know? Yeah, I suppose there is a bit of a risk maybe at the moment because growth rates have been so strong in general. People probably weren't as quick to maybe you know keep the fertilizer levels up, and and that was fine. You know, if if we can get away with spreading less fertilizer, that's absolutely what we'll do. But we have to bear in mind that the plant needs a certain amount um, um, over time. So if if people have maybe skipped a, 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 an application or whatever. There might be a lot of grass on the farm at the moment, but once that's grazed off, the plant could be very um, hungry um, and we could see a sharp decline in, in, in growth rates. So it's about maybe obviously getting getting the balance between if you have a lot of very heavy covers, you don't want to be putting that, uh, very heavy uh, applications out and, 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 and driving you know that situation even worse. But it's about trying to put a plan in place now to get through the heaviest of the covers, get them grazed off and get fertilizer back on them. That's going to grow your grass for, for the autumn and early winter period. Um, you just, uh, you're going to go into there, I suppose, you're trying to build really from now onward. Like, so how much really should we have in front of us 
So in terms of in terms of um, days ahead, um, we're really looking at the minute. Um, Mid August, we're talking up to about twenty days, so fifteen to twenty days ahead. As we move into later August and into September, that'll be increasing all the time up to about twenty-five to thirty days ahead. Um, as we get into September, and I suppose that peak covered in, you're talking about thirty to forty days ahead. Um, as as we get into early October, um, and we're continuously um rationing that out then over the final rotation from from about mid October onwards, um, closing as we go, um, a rotation of of forty fifty days maybe. But in reality, a lot of what happens now over the next three weeks really sets us up for our closing plan. Well, it sets us up in terms of I suppose. Uh, if we can get the grays out right or as best as we can now, um, you know, taking into ground conditions into account in that, but if we if we can do as good of a job as we can now, it will make it a lot easier to graze those out properly um, over the next two rotations, um, which will set up quality for next spring. Um, the fertilizer side of it, I suppose, is, is as I say, that we don't end up in a situation where um, you know the plant is depleted and we're not getting the growth rates as we go into the autumn to, to grow that grass for next spring so um you know on higher stocked farms really uh, between august and september um we're probably talking 30 to 40 units um so some really going out at the moment and then some you know before the deadline um lower stocked farms you're probably depending on, on, on what your demands are, number of lambs and that, you're probably talking uh, 10 to 15 units um, now in August um, and another 10, 10 units maybe in September. Um, I suppose the thing to remember about the fertilizer is, is that the earlier that it's applied, the better the response. So I think sometimes there's a temptation that everybody waits until the deadline um, and goes spreading. Um, you you will get a better response um in August than you will in September. Um so you'll get more feed grown for um the same amount of, of, of fertilizer applied. Um so it's 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 gonna be um more efficient. Is there an will fill even in this stage you're going with a bit more compound maybe in that last round of fertilizer? Yeah, so uh certainly this time of year is a very good time for um applying uh K. Um potassium so if you work with your nutrient management plan you know um if you're if you've taken soil samples and and, and done up a nutrient management plan with your advisor um pay particular attention to um areas that need uh, attention as regards k levels um and that can be applied now in the autumn it's a good time to get it out it can be working its way into the soil and is there available then for for early uh, grass production in the spring um, and it is a less risky strategy than applying it in, in, in early spring when it can interact and cause issues around um, grass tetany. Bill, thanks for your insights. Always good to catch up with you. Thanks, Kieran. Grazing management at the moment certainly needs an active approach. We've seen a period of very high growth rates on farms. It's also been challenging, particularly in terms of getting good utilisation. Whether it be in a form of removing surpluses early and getting them back in rotation, strip grazing yews and lambs, or increasing group size where applicable, it's important we act now and make most of the grass that's available on farm. 
Again, where suppers have been removed, it should be done so early when conditions allow to get them back into that grazing rotation. Also important, as Phil outlined, to assess where land performance is at at the moment and what the likely demand is going into the closing period so we can put a plan in place to deal with this. You'll get regular updates on grass growth rates and dry matters around the country from pasture base. You'll also get an update on a weekly basis along with any other updates on the sheep program from our Twitter page at Chagno Sheep. That's it for me for this episode. Again, you can listen back to previous episodes covering a variety of topics and don't forget to subscribe to future episodes. I'm Kane Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Hope you join us again soon.